Welcome to the Commission Sales University Podcast, where we give you industry insights on everything sales, from starting a lemonade stand to building a multi-million dollar sales career. Sharpen your pencils, kids, because class is now in session. Hey everybody, we're here in the studio talking about all things sales agents, from real estate agents to insurance agents to brokers and sales professionals all around the world. Let's jump in and see what's going on today. Your hosts today are one of America's top real estate agents, Jesse Dow, who is the owner of the YouTubeAgents.com, which has helped agents take their business to the next level without spending a dime on leads. And national sales leader and innovator in insurance sales, Dave Baker, who has generated over 30,000 leads online and sold countless policies across the country. We're going to cover a lot of hot topics for people who work in sales and on commission and who are thinking about starting a career in sales. With our combined experience of almost 20 years, we can share our knowledge and insights to see if this is the right path for you. So let's get started. Jesse, what did you think that being a real estate agent would be like? Well, you know, Dave, I really thought that being a real estate agent was everything that I saw a million dollar listing, you know, driving the fancy cars, just driving clients around and showing them homes. I figured my friends and family would be calling me just all the fluff and buff that you see on TV. And it really was not like that at all. You know, after watching that show, I wanted to quit everything I was doing and become one of those agents too. But tell me, what's it really like? (laughs) Well, let me definitely tell you, you're not seeing those checks that say $600,000 on them. Um, You know, really what it was like is, uh, you know, you're not getting a a paycheck every single week like you get at the, you know, job that people go to a nine to five and what I left corporate America for. um, You know, I had to figure out really quickly what was paying the bills. You know, that really uh, came down to me trying to find exactly where the hottest lead was on the planet. And at that time, I knew it was all in cold calling for sell by owners going around and knocking on people's doors and holding open houses, which is what buyers do when they're looking to, you know, start their adventure and home buying process. Doesn't holding open houses just drain a lot of your time to do other marketing or even work on your business? Oh, absolutely. And the craziest part about this, you know, and this is one thing that I hear people say all the time is that they want to get into real estate because of all the freedom. Well, guess what? Guess when open houses are, they're on the weekend. So you're looking at every Saturday and Sunday, You know, and the hot peak hours are typically between 11 and 2 o'clock. So yeah, not only do you have to hold the open house, but you also have to prep the open house, get all your documents in order, print all your marketing supplies. You have clients that come to the house and really open houses are put forth for uh, buyer's agents to get clients. So not only do you have to prospect clients there and have your scripts dialed in and build that quick relationship, but you have to write all their information down. And then when you get home, you have to send follow-up emails, put them into your CRM and make sure that they're being followed up with accurately. So therefore you can hopefully turn them into your client and close a deal with them down the road. Sounds like there's a lot of micromanaging in the process and little things that you constantly have to attend to. Is it similar to my industry? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, like there are CRM systems that are set up where, you know, they, you can put them on drips, but you know, I like to have that personal touch with my clients. So, you know, I would personally text message them, email them, 
call them. I'm constantly looking at houses that I know fit into the criteria of what they're looking for. So I like to be able to send my clients the houses before anyone else does or any system. Therefore, they think I have their best interests at hand, which I feel that I do. And they're always and it also can motivate them a little bit faster to find a house and make that purchase. So you don't even get to talk to a client or work with them or even do anything that's going to actually make you money until you've done all of these other things. Oh yeah. So that's the crazy part is, you know, you could be in contract with a client as a buyer's agent and actually not even get paid until the day of closing. But here's the craziest part. Say you get all the way to that 29th day of the 30 day process and something goes awry and they can't close on their home. And I just spent a year working with this client. I get paid absolutely nothing. There's no reimbursements. My, I don't have a boss that's paying me or a company that's paying me any money because this is a hundred percent commission-based industry and you're paying a desk fee. So therefore, you know, actually you're kind of working out of, out of the hole to begin with. I'll bet you we could make an entire episode of this show just talking about the hidden costs in the business. And if you're out there, don't worry. We're going to talk about some of the hidden costs that you don't see when you're watching shows like reality TV in a coming episode. Yeah. And also, you know, another thing that I could add into that about the, you know, I talked a lot about the buyer's agents, but you know, being a listing agent, you are actually representing the listing side of the business, which is what, you know, most people see as like, oh yeah, this guy's a listing agent. A lot of people don't know about the buying side or vice versa. So, you know, you're doing a lot of prep work and getting the house ready to go on the market. And those are two different specialties. And actually there are specific tests that you can take to see what you would specialize in because for every one house that's listed on the market and one listing, there's 14 buyers. So realistically, the goal is in getting listings. Okay, let's get into a few of these costs you're talking about. What is the out-of-pocket cost just to get started before you even make a dime, like these brokerage fees and desk fees you're talking about? Yeah, so right out of the gate, you know, you got to get licensed to become a real estate agent. In our state, you have to take about 120 hours of federal licensing, and then you have to take about 90 hours of state. I mean, sorry, 90 hours of federal and 30 hours of state. So a combined 120 hours. Um, so that in itself, I think was right around $2,000. And then you pay a desk fee, which basically means that you pay your brokerage a fee to put your license at the brokerage so that they can manage your business activity and transactions. They're, man they're not managing you and building your business, but they're basically a company that oversees your transactions and makes sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's and not doing anything illegal. Because like I said, you're building a business of your own. You need to have some sort of um, you know, supervision. I think this is something that people don't think about when they work with someone else or work for somebody else because they think their boss or the owner just gets to keep all the money. But they don't realize all these fees you're talking about. And you might have people under you who think that way or you might have had a job like that. Or for those of you who are listening, you might be thinking the same thing. My boss makes all the money, but there are a lot of costs you're just not thinking about, like what Jesse's saying. So now that we've talked about these costs, tell me what the ranges are that someone could make. Like when you're a starting agent, a full-time agent, and I hear there are some of these part-time agents out there too. Yeah. So realistically, you know, I always tell people that real estate is a part-time all the time. So you basically have to be on call weekends, days, nights, holidays, whenever your client is ready to go is when you need to be ready to go. We do do a great job at trying to control the clients, you know, time that they go out and see homes. But I was just looking at a statistic and it said that the average real estate agents income right now is $49,900 and it's 2020. It does say that the bottom 10% make under $23,000 a year and the top 10% make over $110,000 a year. 
Um, however, I will say in our market, in the Portland market, the average agent sells about four homes a year and average home sale price is four fifty. So I would say that would put them right around the, you know, forty-four to $50,000 range per year. And if these agents are working for themselves or own the business, when they calculate these numbers, we don't know if they're even factoring in their actual net returns. These might be gross numbers, just the commission they took in. But like you said, they could have thousands of dollars in expenses. Yeah. And the one thing that I always hear agents when I talk to them and ask them what they want to do and accomplish when they become a real estate agent is they always say like their ultimate goal is to make $100,000 a year. Um, you know, that was something that I thought that I wanted to make because that would have sub- subsidized my previous income when I left uh, corporate America. But I quickly realized that after being my own boss, running my own company, having all these expenses, paying for gas, uh, you know, taking clients out to lunch, so on and so forth, marketing expenses, it all adds up. And you really need to make a lot more money or you have to be a lot more frugal depending on what your goals are. And say you're wanting to buy leads. That is one thing that I was really passionate about and why we created the YouTube agents was that we didn't want to have to be doing all this prospecting, calling, calling clients, um, you know, doing the open houses, we wanted people to actually call us, which is kind of like the reverse engineering, the real estate client. And that's exactly what we've been able to do. And we get people calling us every single day that are begging to work with us. What you're hopefully picking up on when you listen to this is what he's talking about is called inbound leads. You want the people to come to you and not have to go to them. And that's the power of the internet and the YouTube agents that he's talking about. So now that we've heard these numbers, How many real estate agents actually make it? How many of them actually have success? I hope it's not like the restaurant industry where we hear that nine out of 10 of them fail. Actually, it's almost identical to that. Only 13% of all agents succeed in the first two years. 87% of agents actually fail. And the reason, like I said, it's because they do not see what is actually, it's all about in becoming an agent. And really it's about building a business and most people want jobs and they do not understand that this is a business building industry. I think I see that in a lot of professions, particularly those that work on commission. When people first get into it, they just think everything's going to be handed to them and they're just going to magically make money. But when you run your own business, like you said, you have to generate your own leads, pay your own expenses, and you have to do everything yourself. All right. It's time for our signature question that I ask every guest on the show. So Jesse, if you can do it all over, what would you do differently? Honestly, if I could have gone back in time and done it all over again, I would have started way younger. When I was 18 years old, I didn't start until I was 35. And I would have definitely have paid more attention into creating uh, my work ethic of prospecting a lot sooner and never believed the hype of any flash in the pan type marketing things because I believe that every industry has get quick rich schemes and I never fell for any of them, but there are certain things that I bought that I did not need. And I would have definitely have gotten into video and YouTube a hell of a lot sooner. All right, folks, you heard it here from one of the top real estate agents in the country. It's something to think about between now and the next episode. Is this the right career for you? Is real estate in your future? Only you know. Tune in again and don't forget to head over to the website and subscribe to our newsletter. Talk to you soon.